Surprise! Hello, we're back. Welcome to season two of the Funk Travels podcast. Yes, now renamed and rebranded to Following the Funks. Yeah, so uh, as all season twos start, we should do a season one recap really quick. Oh gosh, season one's like two years long, 50 episodes. Previously on the Funk Travels podcast. Right, we are previously Funk Travels podcast. We did two years of 50 episodes sharing with you our transition from American living to expat life in Izmir, Turkey. Yeah. So as a lot of you know, uh, we started the podcast in the beginning because we were living in America and we were planning on moving overseas. And so we started the podcast to document our our transition from living in America to becoming expats living overseas. We did 50 episodes of that podcast, and it documented our transition from living in America to living overseas. And then we talked about traveling, various places that we traveled, um, everything from sailing trips to going all around Europe and Asia. Did we talk about Asia on the podcast? I don't even remember. Man, yes. I believe so, because I went up until the spring of 2018, and yeah. yeah, we covered Asia a little bit. So in the first season, we covered lots of those things. And then eventually we decided, well, let's stop doing the podcast and do more YouTube videos. And Katie's been doing those for the last uh, two two years now? Uh, no, there was a big pause in the middle of it. More recently, I have done them since March of 2020. I mean, but if you've been around at all and you've been following us from podcast to YouTube and website and all that stuff, you know exactly why there was a massive break in like everything that I did. (laughs) Which we'll get to. But anyway, since season one was about us transitioning from America to Turkey, we thought, you know what, we should do a season two and talk about our transition from Turkey back to America. Yeah. And maybe why we're even transitioning back <laughs> that way as <laughs> yeah. well too. Right. So um, mo- most of you know us. And so you know that um, just over two years ago, we started the process of adopting a little girl named Sophia. And just so you know, she is probably the cutest child in the world. Would you say that's right? Yeah. And we're not the only ones that say that. She really is like the cutest child in the world by multiple people's standards outside of our relatives and family. But as we've been working on this process of getting her adopted, the final step is to bring her to America to get her American passport. And so there's been... um you know, a combination of things that all work together to make this a good time for us to move back to America. Um, When we moved the first time, we had no definitive end date in sight, but we did say we would live here three years and then decide um, after those three years when uh, when to move on or to go somewhere else. And so it was not quite three years it was like two years when Sophia came along, right? 
Yeah, yeah. It had been, let's see, 2016, fall of 2016, we moved. Sophia came in fall of 2018. So yeah, Yeah. two years. So just short of our three-year kind of end date, but then Sophia came and because of the way we were doing her adoption, we had to continue living here. And so it's been five years or it will will be five years that we've lived overseas, lived away from our families. And so all of these things kind of come together that we decided as a family that the next good step for us would be to go back to America and spend some time there for Sophia, for our family to get to know her and get to spend time with her and for us to um, get to live in America again for a little while. Yeah, just basically to take some time and be with our family Um, just because Sophia actually, because of how things have worked, um, has not been around our family at all. And not to say that some people have come here to visit, but because of COVID and because of just the world right now, um, we really, we have not been able to travel together as a family to the States. And so um, by the time we do get to travel to the States with Sophia as a family, she'll be almost three. And we just thought it would be good for us to spend some extended time there as well. Just, just to kind of take a break and, um, allow for those family connections to happen. But we don't actually know when this is going to happen yet, do we? No, it's, um, well, let's say we thought it was pretty set in stone recently until it was not set in stone. Um, there's just been a few different things that have happened and we just don't right now, we just don't know like, Oh, is it actually going to be this year or is it going to be next year in 2022 that we're actually going to be able to make it to the state? But, um, Jason is on team super positive and we're still (laughs) on the timeline and I'm over here being a little bit more, pessimistic no realistic is more Mm. like it um we have swapped teams i'm usually the one that's like it's gonna happen it'll work out and jason's usually the realistic one that's like let's let's take step back and look at this again and here we are on complete opposite ends of um of this timeline and how we're looking at it, which just makes me, makes me. Yeah. I, I mean, I would still categorize it as optimistic and pessimistic. Uh, We have no reason to think it should take a really long time, (laughs) except that it has already taken a really long time. Right. Except the last time that this happened, it did take a really long time. So yeah, I I think that I'm, I am being absolutely 100% realistic about this, even though I am optimistic that it will still all work out. Yeah. So we don't know when, uh, will be able to move back. Uh, We're still planning, at least tentatively, on it being this summer. Um, We have visas here in Turkey, and they will run out in the fall, and we're planning on not renewing them. But however, if Sophia's adoption doesn't wrap up by then, then of course we will uh, renew them and, and stay until that's finished. Right. So you covered that really well. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So we're not going to talk uh, this at this point about too much about the adoption. We might do that later, um, just to maybe answer some questions about that, or just explain it a little bit more here. Um, but I think we've covered why we're starting up the podcast again. Well, kind of. I mean, we said oh, we did this to begin with. I, th- I think we think it would be fun to just have this documented as well, going back in podcast form. But. Uh, as well, you 
you prefer podcasts for the most part. Um, and yeah, you, I don't know. I didn't, I wasn't thinking about starting up the podcast. It was definitely more you. Did you have more like reasons you wanted to do it? No, I think, um, it, it was fun when we did it before sometimes. Um, <laughs> it's definitely <laughs> like, you're thinking really positive about it. More no, more positive it's definitely than I true. No, it was definitely true that I was the one that said, maybe we should, uh, stop after 50 episodes. That's true. Um, but I think it was also a fun thing for us to do together, especially initially when we started. The The problems that we ran into when we were doing it were uh, always trying to get it done last minute and not like having things ready and then just feeling stressed and annoyed that, oh, we have to, oh, we have to do another podcast this week, you know, that sort of thing. And so maybe we can try to avoid that. But at least we're in the the honeymoon stage of the podcast is always, you know, it's the fun thing yeah. to do. So this kind of reminds me of like us taking any type of trip where it's like not so fun for you during most all of it. And then at the end of it, you're like talking to people about it and you're like, this was awesome. Yeah. We did this and that. And I'm really glad we took this trip. And I'm like, what? Like, yeah. It was miserable the whole time. No. Not miserable, but you're <laughs> miserable. like miserable. Well, not, I I meant that was a little dramatic, but it you were you you are way more excited about it after it's all done and, and over than when it's actually happening. Yeah. So I am anxious to see how this moves on. But because I am editing videos every week, um, this is going to be your little baby now. Yeah, which it was before. I think I did almost all the editing in the first season too. Yeah, when it came to the editing, I did all the other stuff. So I'm sure I'll still be doing the other things. Yeah, you're much better at making the little pretty graphics and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I am curious, because we obviously have not talked about this, what you want us to talk about on this podcast over the next few months. Um, or like, what do you envision it to be? Yeah, uh, I don't I don't really have a firm idea of the things in in my head. I think we'll still talk about just general, you know, what our life here looks like. Um, we could talk about like what COVID looks like here. Um, it would, hopefully it will date the podcast some in the future. Um, but, uh, there's still interesting things that we can talk about. Even with the first season, we didn't talk exclusively about us moving overseas. Um, it was just kind of the background. And I think it would be kind of the same thing here. There are a lot of things that we need to do and to decide about moving back to America. Uh, and as we think through those and make those kinds of decisions, uh, we can talk about them here. Um, but we can also talk about just generally what what life is like here. And if we do go anywhere, um, travel around Turkey, I know we have some things planned or in not in the works, but in our thoughts. Uh, yeah, we can talk about those kinds of things and just generally those that, things. Yeah, just generally those <laughs> those sorts of things. Like I said, I don't have I don't have like a specific plan or or content um, calendar in mind for this. Yeah, I think it would be kind of fun that if if listeners who are excited to have the podcast back are wanting to hear certain topics or content would want us to talk about then they should let us know. And yeah. I think it could be even, it could be fun to coordinate some of the videos along with it because I've done mostly just our travels um, recently 
on uh, our YouTube channel uh, because it's just a visual. Like it's fun. We taught. I think that's why we moved to YouTube, or that's why I wanted to, is because people wanted to see what we were doing. It was probably hard for them to even imagine things yeah. here. Um, so that's been really fun to do a visual. But you know, if we talk about I mean, we did a podcast episode about our top 10 favorite Turkish foods. Um, I think so. Do you remember doing that? Yeah, we did. Yeah. But like there's hardly any pictures or like info that accompanies it. So, you know, to do either a blog post alongside it or um, to do a video as well that talks about those things would be kind of fun. So it's kind of double dipping on – you know, people can choose which format they want to, or if they're on the podcast and they're like, but I really want to see what the kebabs look like, then they can go to our website, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. We can definitely, you know, talk about some of those videos that you've made and the ones that you're working on and stuff here. That would be a great thing to talk about too. Yeah. I think what I love about the podcast that we did, I mean, I don't go back and listen to it all the time or ever, but like there, there's 50 episodes of if someone's wanting to transition from America to somewhere overseas, just listening listening to somebody else do that or like do that in Turkey if they're thinking about coming to Turkey, I think is really fun to have. Um, but as well, like it was, a, it was a pretty big step for us, you know, in our marriage and we'd only been married two years at the time, but now we've been married almost seven. So it's just kind of fun to have that like memories, you know? Yeah. And like to have documented that time period of our life. And um, I think that was one of the big reasons we did it in the first place too, was to have kind of a audio record of our thoughts and whatever. And I think I remember even saying something like if you had the choice or the, the ability to go listen to your parents before you were born, talk about whatever, like, would you like to do that? And of course, you know, to, to yeah. get this glimpse of what, what your parents were like years ago is really interesting. And so we were thinking way before we had children to think, yeah, it would be kind of a neat thing that our children can someday listen to and see what we were like, you know, when we were in our mid twenties or early 30s 30s. or however old we we were when we started it yeah yeah anyways yeah I think I think it'll be fun to have this too going back as well um yeah because this is definitely something that we the way that we do this podcast the way we talk to one another here is there's not much else that's documented like how we do it on this podcast um at least between us and in our family and with whoever's listening so um, yeah. They definitely get, I think, the closest to who we are personally and how we're dealing with things emotionally um, and mentally here, like right here on this podcast. So, right. Yeah. 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 So I think, I mean, that's about it, I guess. Yeah. You should tell a funny story from, I can tell a funny story and you can tell a funny story and um, leave it at that. <laughs> what? I think it'd be fine. I don't think I I don't have funny stories just sitting on the top of my head. Maybe you should. Think what what kind of you you said you have one, so you tell yours. Well, I don't know if I've ever told this story, but um like when we're talking to our our podcast listeners, um they're listening to us in English, but honestly the majority of our um, outside the home time um, and with people in most of our life outside of our home is done in Turkish, um, which means that there are a lot of 
grammar. There's, there's a lot of mistakes that happen. There's just a lot of awkwardness that also happens. Um, and over the last four years, we have just had so many different type of awkward situations or like not knowing how to say those things um, because it's not something that you talk about normally with people. Anyways, I digress. I was thinking about, oh, well, it would be a funny story, like a funny language story or a funny like cultural story. And I was thinking about that time that I had that my my operation in the hospital, like within our first year of living over here. Yeah. Um, and I know this is like probably inappropriate, but <laughs> maybe <a little> bit. <laughs> let's see. But well, no. So actually, for that surgery, I had to for that surgery I had to get a a cyst removed, and I had to go under anesthesia and. Um, like when you come out of anesthesia, I haven't had many surgeries. I think that was probably the first major surgery I've had on my own as an adult um, without like a parent present. Mm -hmm. And um, you just don't remember if you've had any of those things before, you don't remember what people, what you did or your parents usually take care of it. And, um, but when it's just you and your husband, then like, and someone else who doesn't speak a lot of English, then you just got to figure it out. So we're at the hospital and after you're under anesthesia, whenever you come out of a major surgery, they always ask you, well, they make you wait until you've like gone to the bathroom and you have released gas. Apparently you have that kind of thing. And I mean, we've only been here, it was less than a year because we came in September of 2016. I had the surgery in May of 2017 and yeah. I had tons of lessons, like language lessons. And I, I never remember talking to somebody about how to use bathroom words or vocabulary. Mm -hmm. um, and so I just remember being like, like, why didn't I think to study these things before we did this? It kind of happened all kind of quickly. But yeah. I just remember not knowing the word for, let's say, number one and number two. Um, but then, like, not knowing how people say it here. But then also – and, okay, in English, there are, like, the words that you use. You're in right. a – whatever, or <laughs> that kind of thing. This is, I mean, getting totally awkward. This I can't is, believe I'm talking about if, when People people, are going to love this. When people, people are going to love this. Like, when people pulled up their podcast player and they were still subscribed after all these years, and then they saw, oh my gosh, there's a new episode. They're going to love it. They wouldn't in their wildest dreams think this is what you were going to be talking about. No, this is amazing because here's the thing. Everybody wants to know these things, but nobody's going to ask those questions. And here I am offering free information to people. Yeah. Um, well, so, we're, st we're still waiting for the funny part of this right, story. Okay. So anyways, there's like the normal words that you use. I didn't know the normal words. And then there's like the slang words that you use. Like in English, we say number one and number two. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, or like, I don't know. I'm sure everybody has their own ways of saying, you know, right. number one and number two yes. um, or number three. I don't know. And so all those things, um, yeah, there's slang words and there's real words. And I didn't know either one of them. And this sweet nurse who came, I mean, they had English speakers there during the day, but at night they did not. And that meant whoever the nurse was on call at night, she was my favorite, by the way, came in and she did probably the best at communicating with me because she was like, Buke toilet? 
kitschy toilet. And that just means, did you have a big toilet, a big toilet or a small toilet? Like, did you go number one or did you go number two? They don't use number one and number two here. Um, but they say, did you have a big one or a little one? And you can imagine what big one and little one mean, but they ask you every single time that they come in because they want to know, are your systems working? And then they also want to know if you have past gas. And the word that you hear is <laughs> gas chikar dinma. Yeah. Did you pass gas? Um, or has it exited your body? And uh, basically it was embarrassing to say the least, but I learned very quickly that there's not numero uno and dos. There's, you know, big or small. And I thought that was really funny. I thought that was really interesting to know. Oh, oh my gosh. What? I think it's really interesting. And so if you go to any country. Like, I mean, these are just bodily functions, Jason. Everyone has them. And I think that every country now, it could be slightly different as to what they use for the slaying of bodily functions. And people need to know these things. And that's a funny, like, Turkish um, vocabulary or language and culture story that I have to share with you all to keep you just wanting to come back for more. Welcome, welcome to season two, folks. It's going to be awesome, and don't worry. Not every time we're going to talk about this. I just thought that that you should know about that story. It needs to be recorded somewhere. Okay. And now um, it has been. Now it has been. Now it has been. So, um, I don't know how frequently we're going to be doing these. I think in the past we did it every other week. Um, we may do that. We may just do once a month or something. So. Uh, we'll just have to wait and see. We make no promises. No promises, but we are here for you. Yeah. <laughs> so we'd love to know what you would like us to talk about. So if you have um, some questions or ideas or things you would like us to explain about basically living overseas for five years, uh, we'd love to answer those questions. So um Why don't you get in touch with us? Let us know. And uh, we will talk to you next time. See you later. We're looking forward to hanging out with y'all. Bye. I don't know why that disturbs you so much.